0: If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 of the New Living Translation Bible. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. Deuteronomy 30, 15. You are now tuned in to T-L-U-C, the life you choose. Hello lifers, how are y'all doing? Well today, let's have a quick little chit chat about love. And you might be saying to yourself, I know what love is. Everyone knows what love is. Do we really? Do you really know what love is? And I'm speaking to Christians. Christians, we say we love. And I mean, that's the basis of Christianity, right? Loving others, that is Jesus. Jesus is love. But when you really break it down... Are you doing what 1 Corinthians 13 speaks of? Are you patient and kind? Is your love jealous or boastful or proud? Because that's not love. Does it demand its own way? Do you get irritable with people? Do you rejoice when someone quote unquote gets their karma Because that's not showing love. And yes, I have been a culprit of that. I'm here thinking, ooh, I love everybody. Did I really love everybody? Do I really love everybody? Because there's many times I can remember being rude to people and impatient. Well, I wasn't showing love. But really not going to break down 1 Corinthians 13. My church held a series on love. Love being the greatest of all things. And I just, there's something that that stuck out with me that my pastor said, and I wanted to share it with you because a lot of times, especially as Christians, our mouths get us in trouble. We speak before we think. Can you raise your hand to that? (laughs) I can't see you, but I'm just visualizing all the people raising their hand who open their mouth before they think how many times just in the past week have you had to repent because of something that you said okay if you're really being honest I mean I hope you you are repenting when you know you've done something wrong I hope you're that close to the Holy Spirit now that the Holy Spirit is guiding you and convicting you when you do do things wrong because if not then you need to definitely get stronger on your walk because the Holy Spirit should be convicting you of things that you do wrong, of times that you're hurting people's feelings. And it doesn't just have to be by your mouth, the words you speak. It can be by your actions, folding your hands, turning your back, walking away. It can be by your face, your facial expression. All of that, all those things tie in together with showing love. And one thing I'm going to particularly talk about today is think. Think. Okay. So think. T-H-I-N-K. I I want every time, before you say something, (laughs) And believe me, it is possible. It's possible to do this, you know, especially the more you get into the word of God, the more you spend a long time with God, the more the Holy Spirit will rise up and take over, you know, and, and lead you in, in the right direction and guide you. It the Holy Spirit has shut me down right before I've said things, you know. But this, you know, think is a way to take a moment, um, step back, and... Or saying or doing is showing love. So, think is an acronym. Okay. The T is for true. The H is for helpful. The I is for inspiring. The N is for necessary. And the K is for kindness think. And what made me decide to talk about this today was something that happened yesterday. It's a situation that happened and I talked to the person it was about, actually. Um, And after I spoke to him, I felt convicted. And then I said to myself, but why am I feeling convicted? I mean, if he's doing this or he you know, or he said this, or this is the reputation he has. Why am I feeling guilty? And the Holy Spirit had to bring me to think this acronym about love. I had the wrong motives come to find out. I had the wrong, um, the wrong reason why I confronted him with it. And it it wasn't about love. It wasn't trying to correct or, um, worn, or however you want to say it. it, it was the wrong. It was deep down, I wanted to hurt his feelings, you know, to let him know he's not all that and that, you know, <laughs> um, just it, it, it wasn't being Christ like, and we're just gonna leave it like that. It wasn't being Christ like. So, when you are in your Bible every day and you're, and you're listening to godly things and it doesn't take long for you to realize that you've made a mistake. And, and here I am trying to help you as well now on this Christian journey to lessen those mistakes. I mean, because we know we'll never be perfect, but at least we'll have more guidance and wisdom to make better choices. So T for true. Before you say something, before you do something, is it true? Is what you're saying true? How many times have we spread things other people have said, and we don't even know if it's true? Why are we even saying it? Is it true? It could be a lie right? h for helpful. Is it helpful when I confronted this this guy, this other Christian, actually, I believe he's even in ministry. When I told him what was said, did, was that gonna help him? Help him? Let me tell you how the devil works though. In my mind, I'm here thinking, oh, I'm helping him because I want him not to have this reputation of being this way. But that wasn't that wasn't my true motive. That wasn't my heart, right? That wasn't my heart. First of all, how I can be helping somebody if I don't even know if it's true, right? So is it helpful what you're doing, what you're saying? Is it helpful? I for inspiring. Inspiring. Is what you're saying going to inspire somebody? Is it going to build them up? Or is it going to tear them down? Do you think God wants us out here tearing people down, tearing their self-esteem down, making them feel low about themselves, making them lose faith, making them lose hope? if you're saying the wrong thing, you're not inspiring people. Isn't that what you're doing? What's the opposite of inspiring? <laughs> so is it inspiring what you're saying and what you're doing? N for necessary. Is it even necessary? Lifers, is what you're saying or doing, is it is it, is it even necessary? I think pretty much we can kill about 80% of the things that we're saying wrong. If we just say, isn't even necessary to say. What what good is it going to do if I say this? What fruit am I going to produce by saying this? Is it even necessary? Or just we just want to talk. Or we just deep down want to really hurt them or make them feel bad. Even if we haven't done like even if you are if Who you're saying this to or doing this to, I don't want to say they deserve it. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, let's say they do deserve it. Maybe they've done something to you behind your back or said something behind your back and you're coming to confront them. You know, but is isn't even necessary. Is it? You have Jesus on your side. There can't be a better bodyguard than that. So is it even necessary? Let it go. I think this is also that turn the other cheek principle. And a lot of people joke around with that, especially a lot of unbelievers, and they say, oh, I'm not the type of turn the other cheek type of person. But as a Christian lifers, we are. We are, and we have to be turn the other cheek type of people. Was Jesus the turn the other cheek type of man? He hung up on the cross and died for our sins. Yes, so yes, we are a turned-to-other-cheat type of person. People are saying stuff about you, bike-biting you. And I know it hurts, and you want to give them a piece of your mind, but it's not necessary. Let God fight your battles, because you will always win. And if, by some chance, that door shuts, or you get, you know, a consequence that is not in your favor at that time because of what somebody said or done, leave it in God's hand. Trust me, you will get on top because the enemies will be made our footstools, right? Do you not believe the word of God? Well, act like you believe the word of God. It's kind of like something my church, I don't know if, if, if they say it just like that, but I'm, I'm, you know, paraphrasing. Act like you believe what the word says and live on the word of God. K for kind. K is the last of the acronym for think. K for kind. We can just chalk the whole thing up by saying to ourselves, is what I'm about to say or do kind? Is it kind? Well, is it? Would Jesus say that? Did Jesus go around cussing his disciples out (laughs) when they weren't thinking or saying or doing the right thing or questioning him too much is it kind and that also stops I know it's a new thing of Christians being able to cuss Uh, oh I'm a Christian but I curse a little well I'm sorry to tell you (laughs) no you cannot no you cannot you cannot have filth poison and garbage coming out your mouth, the same mouth that's used to bless God. And that is definitely, and if you are a quote-unquote cursing Christian, that's something you need to work on. Because again, it's not helpful. It's not necessary. It sure isn't kind. So next time you're in a situation, hopefully this acronym will stick with you. Think, because Before you open your mouth, you should think anyway, right? You you need to use that brain. You need to tune that Holy Spirit in and you need to say, is what I'm about to say, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And is it kind? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. And if you do that, if you think before opening your mouth, before you do that thing, I guarantee you, if you have the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit walking with you, you will demonstrate love in your words and in your action. True love, the type of love that 1 Corinthians 13 speaks of. Until next time, lifers. Ta-ta. So what choice will you make the next time you speak or do something to someone, even if you feel they deserve it? Will you think before you speak and do? Or will you let Satan, let the enemy, steal you of the joy, steal you of blessings, steal the opportunity to show love? like we as Christians should, the choice is yours.